This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 2097. What is pawpaw fruit? English vocabulary that is all the rage. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection with your American host, Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we talk about a Canadian fruit with a cult following and share super modern slang you can use instead of saying popular or trendy. Up your vocabulary game in today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, Aubrey, how's everything going today? I'm great. I We found this really interesting article, and I want to ask you, Lindsay, have you ever heard of or have you tried pawpaw fruit? Pawpaw fruit. That sounds like such an exotic term. I have never tried that before. I don't even, I I've never even heard of it. Yeah. I haven't either. And I'm kind of shocked because I lived in Canada for a couple of years in Quebec, but this is a Canadian fruit called Papa. It's all the rage right now. And I was shocked that I hadn't heard of it. It's all the rage right now. I love that term. I feel like that applies to so much more than just fruit. <laughs> totally, right? This is one of the phrases we're teaching today. There was some great vocabulary in this article for something being really trendy and popular. So we're yes. going to share that today because what a great way to connect to ask yes. someone about current trends. Yeah, I love to talk. I love to comment on current trends, sometimes to make fun of them, to be honest. <laughs> right. Is even language trends, like uh, patterns of things that we tend to say, it's fun to talk about them and comment on them and have good vocabulary to say what we think about those trends. Absolutely. So, yeah. It makes for yeah. such interesting conversation always like this. We talk about this a lot at work with friends, with family, things like this will come up because sometimes popular trends are crazy, just like bonkers yeah. and really weird. And like yeah, you said, yeah, yeah. with language, sometimes things are just really interesting and you find something really cool that you want to share with others. Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you remember the ice bucket challenge back in like 2014? Yeah, that didn't do was it. All the rage. Did you do it? I didn't. But I saw a lot of friends on Facebook that yes. did it. And it was all the rage for sure. And that's this type, totally the type of thing you would bring up in a conversation because it's just interesting and crazy. Yeah. And that was not, it was for a good cause, right? It was to benefit, yes. I think, ALS. Mm -hmm. It was like um, a fundraiser. So Mm -hmm. A fundraiser. People were pouring big buckets of ice on top of their head and filming it, putting it on Facebook, and then maybe donating money. I guess that's how it worked. Yes. I don't remember. I yeah. think so, right? And but they were, the they were really funny often, right? So then it yes. would come up because you'd be like, "Did you see the crazy one? Like celebrities <laughs> doing it?" And and like, right. yeah. But which reminds yeah. me, by the way, if you guys missed Monday's episode, you and mm -hmm. Michelle talked about how to connect over laughter, things that are funny, like this, internet memes, funny things. So if you guys missed it, scroll up. That was episode 2094. That was yep. a really good one. I love that. We've been talking a lot about humor on the show. We've 
brought in Seinfeld this fall. Um, a lot of ways to connect over just having a good belly laugh. Absolutely. <laughs> Aubrey, I love it. Right. <laughs> um, so, what about the app? Where should our listeners go if they would like to check out our iOS Android app, by the way? Yes, guys. Go to allersenglish.com slash app, A-P-P, where our app is now available both on Apple and Android. And yeah. it's the best way to listen to this podcast, really, because you can follow along with the transcripts while you hear the episode and yes. add vocabulary to your personal list. You yes. see example sentences, definitions, so that you can really have everything you're learning all in one place. Yep. Such a good way to consume the podcast. So go over to allearsenglish.com slash app. So let's get into this topic today, Aubrey, all the rage, how to talk about trends. Where do we go? Where do we start? Yeah, we want to share this fun article. Jessica on our team actually found it. It's called Tropical and Native to Canada. The Papa Fruit is all the rage for those in the know. And this was by Samantha Edwards, published October 3rd, 2023. Uh -huh. And it was really fascinating just to find out there's this fruit that I had never heard of that supposedly is delicious, but it's pretty rare. And there was even just in this title, there's really cool vocabulary, right? Oh my gosh, for sure. So it says the title is Tropical and Native to Canada. The Papa Fruit is all the rage for those in the know. So just in that title, like you said, there are two key phrases that we love. Yes, we're going to teach all the rage and two mm -hmm. others that are talking about things that are very popular and yeah. also in the know, right? What does this mean, Lindsay? Well, you are, it's like you're in the inner circle. You know, you are getting updates exactly. about the cool new things that are happening and you, you feel like you are relevant, I guess. Exactly, yeah. right? This is like, more rare information, inside information to be in the know. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know about something that not everybody knows. Yeah, there's so many friends. So, all right, where do we start? So the first phrase, do we want to go ahead and teach that to our well, listeners? Then? First, mm -hmm. I thought it would be fun just to share like a little bit about this pawpaw fruit because it is kind of fascinating. Like there's a reason that neither you nor I had heard of it, right? So it's indigenous to Canada, which means that it was here it's been here forever, like before, you know, Europeans came, yes. but it's much harder to find now with colonization and clear cutting mm. of forests. So efforts are being made now to reintroduce pawpaw trees into the wild. People oh. are like keeping the seeds and planting them in their own gardens and yards, but also in the wild. So it's um, this is going to come up in this vocabulary because it yeah. has a, a cult following now to like, cult people following. are like really into trying to <laughs> help this fruit come back and be more prevalent. Do we know what the taste is or what the texture is or what it goes with? Do we know any of that? It looks a little bit like a small papaya and okay. they, they compared it a little bit to a papaya, but that it tasted better, sweeter. Cause yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't love the taste of a papaya. Yeah. It sounded more a little bit like sweeter, like a mango maybe. And it looks so tropical. It looks sort of like a mango. And so yeah. that's very surprising for, to have this very tropical looking and tasting in fruit. Canada. In Canada, <laughs> up north. Canada is the last place I think of when I think about tropical. Aubrey, what's your favorite kind of fruit? Mm, I really do love mangoes. We just got back from a trip to Mexico. And there Ooh. you can buy a fresh mango and they just like 
peel it and slice it and give it to you on a stick and you just eat it off a stick. And we ate Ugh. at least one a day, all of us. It's so oh, delicious. Amazing. That is so good. Oh, I love What fruit. about you? What's your favorite fruit? I'm a big fan of peaches and mm. nectarines mm. in the summer, but they're so specific to it too, just August really in the US, August, maybe yes. September, but they're so good when they're ripe. That's my favorite. Yes. That's fruit. the question yeah. is often I feel like when I eat a nectarine, it's so crunchy. Do you like them to be oh, soft no. and ripe oh. or like? Yeah, yeah, they should be ripe for sure. I don't All want the ones I buy are just crunchy and kind of underripe. And we're just like, oh, that's just how we're going to eat them. <laughs> yeah, peaches. But I like mangoes too. Mm. Um, I, I do eat a lot of fruit. Do you eat a lot of fruit and vegetables in your diet, Aubrey? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I probably should eat more. But yeah, we do eat a lot of fruit and vegetables yeah. and I mean, yeah. can, can you eat? Can you ever eat enough fruits and vegetables? Right, add, no, add more right. to your diet, everyone. <laughs> it's true. All right, so let's so you know, fruit is trending, but especially the pawpaw is yes, trending. Exactly. Um, so, what's the first way we could talk about? Yeah, the first trend. one is straight out of that title, and then they used it again in the article. All the rage, which means yeah. extremely, extremely popular currently, right now, yeah. very trendy. And again, that title was tropical and native to Canada. The pawpaw fruit is all the rage for those in the know. Yeah, it means everyone <laughs> loves it. It's very popular, right? Everyone yeah. wants it right now. So yeah, yeah another yeah. example is like everyone's wearing neon. 80s fashions are all the rage. <laughs> and so it's very specific to like what's currently trendy and popular. It uh, sort of implies a little bit that it probably won't always be popular. Like, yeah, it's probably it not something that's going to stay super popular. So kind of like a flash in the pan type deal. Yeah. So that's a good like idiom. That. I haven't heard that mm. in a while. Yes. Flash in I the know, pan, meaning like idiom. a burst of popularity. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's an old idiom for sure. Mm. I'm wondering if Barbie costumes are going to be all the rage this year at Halloween. Probably. You know what I mean? Probably. Yes. Right. But I feel like it's a little bit, okay, that's the summer thing. We're done with it. Let's move on. Right? Exactly. Yes. Um, okay. Is something else that we need to know? Yeah. This next one is cult following. This mm. one's really fun too. It means that there's a group of fans that are highly dedicated to something. So I think of Rocky Horror Picture Show. I don't know if you've ever gone to a showing of that, but people will dress up. And oh there, there are a lot of films that have a cult following where people love it and they create events around it. Or Star Wars. Absolutely. Whenever there's went, a new one. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan, but we went our first weekend here in Boston. My dad was so excited to book tickets for the Boston Pops. You know, the Boston Pops yeah. is like a famous orchestra right they played it when we were in boston we went to the fourth of july fireworks and yeah, the boston pops club of music Keith lockhart famous composer yes. everyone loves him they did a like a, a soundtrack because the original guy who wrote the soundtrack for um star wars was from the boston pop like he oh. was the director of the um, uh composer of the boston pops not the composer gotcha. the whatever they call them the the person that runs the orchestra the was keith lockhart is anyways the guy that stands in the director, front and does this. The, yeah. the director of the <laughs> music, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, they did a kind of a soundtrack of Star Wars through the Boston Pops. It was very cool, but people showed up in their costumes, 
I mean, that's it was awesome. a real tall You weren't dressed up, Lindsay? Out. You didn't no, dress I up? Not do it. Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> no Chewy <laughs> for me. No Chewy costume for me. <laughs> it's true. Star Wars for sure has a cult following. And this is an interesting way to talk about like this, a popular fruit, right? In the article, yes. it says it's developed a cult following among chefs and foodies with the pawpaw showing up on the menu of Canada's top restaurants. So mm-hmm. this is a great way to use that, like just because it is extremely popular and people are trying to reintroduce it in the wild you can say it has a cult following yeah and then the barbie movie oh here comes barbie i figured that would be somewhere in today's episode (laughs) (laughs) the barbie movie has a cult following yeah and and in addition to that i would say it also has a mainstream following too it's right you know it's not that's true that's a good point because a cult following does imply a niche group of people right it's not everybody it's not um, as popular, like there's a reason you and I didn't know about it because it's not as popular in the mainstream. But yeah. like, if you know about it, then mm-hmm. you really care. You're like obsessed. Yeah. Or I think of like Comic-Con, that conference, you know, or mm-hmm. just like very specific conferences is where you end up with cult followings that show up or conventions on yeah. certain things that people are just so excited about. Right. What's really know? fascinating about this vocabulary term, I think, is the word cult by itself is has quite a negative connotation because oh, yeah. historically there have been some religious cults that have had very problematic behavior and mm-hmm. and there have been some really crazy news stories. But yes. cult following is quite positive, right? It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this a good is point. fun. It's exciting. It's like a small group of people that gets really excited yeah. about something, and it's it's all has a pretty positive connotation, wouldn't you say? That's a really important point, Aubrey. Yeah. So the key word there is following. It doesn't mean this is a cult. <laughs> right, exactly. Right? That's totally different. If someone's talking about a cult that formed in Wyoming or something, that's a totally different thing. Right? A cult following of a particular media, mo- a movie or a singer or some kind of media, that's different. That's yeah, it just means there are fans yeah. that are highly yeah. dedicated and excited about it. And there's there's not yeah. that negative connotation of the cult by itself. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Very important to know that difference today. Okay, Aubrey, what's next for our listeners today? Yeah. So next is just the word obsessed. So Love when it. there's a cult following, when something's all the rage, we often use this adjective to describe how people feel about it. it just means like extremely interested, often with something like this that's popular or trendy. Yeah. And I'm seeing a trend just talking about trends of people saying, I'm obsessed, right? People Absolutely. are saying that more and more, right? So that would be a fun episode in itself. But it's true because um, we love to exaggerate. It just means I like it exaggerate. a lot. I'm obsessed. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like <laughs> and, and just a quote from the article. Here it is, guys. Those who know, know. And they're obsessed. They line up at the farmer's markets an hour before they open for the chance to snag one. Wow. That is definitely a cult following. Right? <laughs> to line up an hour before a farmer's market opens because they probably sell out very quickly. They're pretty rare. So yes. yeah, that you could consider that obsessed if you're willing to wait in line. Interesting. Interesting. Another I mean, example. Oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead. I was going to say you could argue that Apple at one point had or even oh. has. I don't know. It's kind of gone mainstream now. But mm. when they were first coming out with the iPhone, people would line up. And sneakers. Sneakers are a big thing that get this cult following. Absolutely. Right. Because everyone wants the specific one. They're willing to wait in line. They're willing to pay a lot. And especially if it's something that's a little rare, like not everyone can get it. 
Yeah, it's anything that's a little rare, a little exclusive would tend to get people get obsessed with. What else? What, yeah. what, what, what I have one else? more example here. Yeah. Just sort of the way you were saying where we say just I'm obsessed to I mean, I really love something. I put yeah. I'm obsessed with the Wheel of Time series. Have you seen this? It's on Amazon. The oh. second season just wrapped. It's based on a book series that I read when I was younger that I loved. Oh. And it's so exciting to see Amazon putting some money behind it. It's got great CGI, great effects, and it's just a yeah. fantastic story. And I, so not only am I watching the show and I've read all the books, but I'm listening to like three okay. different podcasts about it. So I think this qualifies as oh. I'm a little obsessed. <laughs> you are part of the cult following. You I are am the cult following for this TV show and book series. Absolutely. You're right in there. I love that. Well, it's fun to be obsessed with something. You know, it it's is. fun to have something you you're a little weird in that way, right? Everyone has something they're a little weird about. And that's kind of fun. It's it gives fun you something interesting to talk about, right? Yeah, I love that. That is super interesting. All right. Very good. Okay, Aubrey, let's show our listeners how this all comes out in a nice little role play. Shall yeah, we? so in this role play, you and I are discussing a new restaurant in town. Okay. Have you heard of Cafe Bleu? Or Bleu? <laughs> yeah, it's, I spelled it like the French, Cafe Bleu. I figured I would need to pronounce that properly for you, Aubrey. It's a new French restaurant that has quite a cult following. Yes, it's all the rage. I went with some friends last weekend, and it was amazing. I can't wait to try it. Order the halibut. I'm obsessed. <laughs> See, there you go. Okay. Mm, I'm just that's a really good example because it just means like it was delicious. I loved it. <laughs> yep. Yep. And we use some key vocabulary here for our listeners. I said it's a new French restaurant that has quite a cult following. And another day we can talk about adding quite there. I'm pretty mm. sure we may, may have done that before, but we'll do an updated one. Nice. Quite this, quite that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a really fun and native. We do that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, these role plays, I write them out and I'm just writing it the way I would say it. I totally. rarely am thinking, ooh, be sure to use quite. No, like this is no, just no, how no. I would say it. <laughs> oh, this is 100% real English. That's uh-huh. why our listeners love all ears English. Absolutely. What else did we say here? And then I said, yes, it's all the rage. Just mm-hmm. meaning like everyone's talking about it. Everyone's excited about it. Yeah. And I said, I can't wait to try it out. And then your recommendation was... I said, order the halibut. I'm obsessed, which is just a really fun way to mean like, say, I loved it. If I go back, that's what I would order again. Oh, so good. It's good to be excited about something. Uh, What's our takeaway for our listeners? I mean, how can we use today's skills to connect? Right. Talking about what's popular or trendy is such a great way to connect in English with anyone, coworkers, friends, family. This mm-hmm. vocabulary we're using today is perfect for sparking a conversation about new trends, about anything that you read in the news that's popular. Like if you yeah. saw this article about Papa Fruit, absolutely start that conversation. Yes, I love that idea. And, you know, it's good to show the parts of yourself that are enthusiastic about something. Because that's what people can grab onto in terms of seeing you as a real person. You come to life when you talk about certain things. Um, That's what makes you an interesting person. So try to bring up and especially try to find that other person that's also obsessed with that thing, right? Because if they're not and you're going off on a tangent about this thing, maybe that's not as connected or connection oriented, right, Aubrey? For sure, right? If you bring this up and they're clearly like, I don't care about this fruit. Yeah. (laughs) Move on to something else else. that might happen, right? (laughs) (laughs) It might happen. But if you find that you have, oh my God, this other person is also a big uh, fan of Star Wars, for example, go down that track with them. And now you have the vocab to do it. All right. Awesome. So fun. Thanks, Lindsay. All right, Aubrey, you have a good day. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.